Welcome to Food for Friends, the podcast that opens the fridge door of your favourite foodies. We've invited ourselves over for a nose around their kitchen, for a poke around their cupboards, and to rifle through those takeaway leaflets from the early noughties. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Helena Irvin. This is Fancy Food. This is Food for Friends. Hello, hello. Well, hello and welcome back. It's not a fucking circus. <laughs> I thought our listeners this could is do the with the beginning of season two. Well, I thought our listeners could do with like some really like corralling welcome. Them out. <laughs> if you're still listening, then congrats. Hello, listeners. We're back for season two. You oh, just sound shit. like you're on the local radio now. Yeah, so true. The aircon's still on. Hang on. It's fine. So let's just turn the aircon off. But let's keep this intro because it's actually quite funny. Hello, listeners. It's season Hello, two. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, where are we, Izzy? We are in Hackney Wick today. We are in my horrible little polo, um, which... <laughs> the wagon, the white wagon, the white knight. Um, and we are on our way to meet the amazing Rosie Keller, who... I just have so many questions for. She's taken the world by storm. She literally has. So if you haven't come across her. Where have you been? Well, (laughs) yeah, true. I mean, she, so she posted this reel in early August and it was about her home in Hackney Wick and she shares a warehouse with, I think, six other people and they, they cook communally and it's gone viral. And she's gone from about a thousand followers to about 200,000 um, in a month. So I just want to know how she's doing because <laughs> I think that would be quite overwhelming. Um, and she has been giving great energy via email and I'm just looking forward to hanging out. Um, she is cooking for us. We don't know um, quite what just yet, but very excited about that. And well, she works at E5 Bakehouse, so... She does indeed. Mm. So some delicious bakes, possibly. Um, but who knows? We shouldn't assume. We and shouldn't it just assume. looks like such a gorgeous kitchen from what I've seen. Not I'm that we really haven't been stalking. I'm excited to nose around the kitchen. I Same! Have to say. Yeah, so welcome back, our lovely listeners. Thanks for sticking with us while we had our summer break. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, um, maybe more on that later, but, you know. We know that the Instagram needs to be defrosted. <laughs> currently defrosting, like Michael Bublé in September. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible reference. Let's delete that. Why is my comedy just like so? <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, before yeah. I make another terrible joke, let's go. Yeah, let's go and meet the incredible Rosie Keller, who, yeah, star, a star has been born. So for sort of people listening, yeah, you were just explaining to us sort of roughly how you, you came to this and that there was a mm-hmm. sort of, you know, competitive element, yes. but then, you know, you felt you really wanted this and that must have come across yeah i think so and i also didn't expect to get a place here like (laughs) wow um i'd been looking for somewhere to live for like three months Mm -hmm. and i was doing that spare room right move facebook hustle of like yeah all day you know after work before work going to viewings doing that whole thing and i was kind of this was like the the end of my tether i like came to this one it was like pouring with rain oh no like yeah it was like a very bleak february night it's always the way Um, isn't it yeah and i got lost and then i there was no like contact number but there was a facebook profile i could have like ring and i rang it and then my now housemate tom like ran out into the street and was like you made it and i sort of from the moment i stepped in i was like oh god i i really want to live here but who knows like who knows 
And then, yeah, they described to me how Did you how do the they, interview in the kitchen? Uh, yeah, I sat Which right here. We will delve into, because that's obviously what people, you know, want to hear about. But it yeah. is stunning. Thank you. Um, it's like the dream. Yeah. I mean, as a chef, it's like the dream. Yeah. I'd up. never been in a kitchen. I never lived in London in a place that had a kitchen this big. Mm. Especially, like, with, you know, a gas hob and, yeah. like, a few fridges. Yeah. It was just, it was like the absolute dream. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, so I... As soon as they said, oh, we, we cook and eat communally, mm. kind of warily. I think most people, when they hear that, are a bit like, oh, do I have to do the cooking? Like, they had someone on the evening that I interviewed come in and be like, oh, okay, well, I, I, don't, I won't be cooking, but I'll um, I'll happily eat the food. That obviously is fine. Like, if you don't like sure. to cook, then, then maybe I, living I mean, here is not for you. to be that honest, like, you yeah. know, I suppose. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can totally see how, like, being here already, the vibe is just immediately, you know, cozy and mm. like I mean we need to delve into all the questions about the kitchen mm. but one of the things I saw on your your ask me anything was that like it frees up so much time yeah doing the cooking once a week which yeah. I hadn't thought about but of course it does it's honestly like the most it has been the most life-changing thing mm. for someone who works freelance and is a creative mm. and has a lot to do I mean everyone has a lot to do but I find that if I come home from oh, working a shift at E5 or mm-hmm. in the kitchen or whatever and then I come home, I always have something that I need to be doing after work. Yeah. And I'll keep working until, you know, until I eat. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone else is cooking, yeah. just coming home safe in the knowledge that there is going to be dinner on the table at some point that evening, yeah. it will be good and delicious and healthy and, you know, enjoyable. I think it kind of frees up a lot of worry in your mind about what you're going to, what you're going to eat. Like you just don't have Absolutely. to think about it. And, it. and then when you do cook, you're like so excited to cook the thing, you know, or you've like been thinking all week, like, oh, what am I gonna make this week? And Are yeah. you ever like, God, I'd love to cook two nights a week. I do cook often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely do it more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like I'm cooking this evening and That's then nice. what are you um, cooking? Well, this is it. I am not sure. Oh, I wow. potentially am gonna make some arachietti fresh oh, pasta. I have a lot of broccoli, so I was thinking of doing like a broccoli chili garlic. Mm. Mm. I went to Puglia. Oh, really? And I saw the nonna's nonna I'm obsessed. Wow. I've got loads in my freezer, loads of them. Oh, my God. Because you can only have it for a couple of days because they hit Yeah, yeah. I've seen you make a lot of fresh pasta. You seem to be very good at it. Oh, that, thank you. I mean, I literally started making it this year and like taught myself, but my housemate, Virginia, who I run our supper club with, she is Italian. So we launched our supper club in spring, in summer. We mm-hmm. did the first one in July. And it's a seasonal supper club, so we just do it four times a year. Does it have a name? No. And we do that here at home. Um, What's uh, Well, so it's always Italian. We oh, always yeah. cook with the best British seasonal produce, but making Italian Stunning. recipes that are like traditional for Virginia's. Uh, hometown, like where she's from. She's from Reggio Emilia. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, so... so is, that, is that like near Bologna? Kind yes. Of? Yeah, oh my God, I'm going yeah, to yeah, Bologna yeah. in October. Oh, okay. Well, oh we'll God. have to recommend yeah. some yeah, places to go. Do. Yeah, It's so beautiful. We mm. went... I had my 30th we birthday there. We haven't even staying yet. Really? Mm. <gasps> mm. Okay. Well, we can send you... Yeah, please. Yeah, some stuff. I mean, 
Yeah, I know you're you're not that busy at the moment, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so that's the basis of it, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So seasonal. I think so. It's this funny. one will be um, on October the fifth. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to be cooking, or I'll be cooking a lot of squash mm. with like burro salvia, like butter and sage, mm. and cavallonero. And I'm thinking about doing like um orecchietti for the mains. That's why I'm testing it. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But she just told me about this incredible dessert, which I'd never heard of. It's called, I think it's called Sugi Duva. And it's like the Lambrisco grape, Mm, which is specific to the Reggio Emilia area. In almost like a jelly. Oh, delicious. Yeah. Oh, that sounds very So I'm going to, you know, test that and see if I can make it. And I think that's something like people would definitely be interested to hear more of. Like, obviously cooking communally and everyone contributing to the cooking. Everyone has to have a degree of investment in eating and cooking. Yes. Is that something that just it just the house is like almost self-sourcing in terms of like creative inspiration for cooking and so on yes i would say that we all have varying degrees of um interest in cooking yeah so the another of my housemates pierre is a chef he works at bao and he is a phenomenal cook like phenomenal Mm. and totally like like bowled me over when when I started mm. living with him I was just like I cannot believe I live with this man <laughs> and yeah, he is like, like cooking me food all the I time out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you were saying yeah. you've been put back in touch with the people who started the thing yeah. so I'd yeah. love to know more about yeah, that yeah the lady who, who actually put the gas hob in yeah. messaged me and I was like thank you yeah. <laughs> you've changed my life um, yeah yeah just I guess just through the algorithm that video found its way so people That's who used amazing. to live here and yeah some of them reached out and yeah. And I know we were discussing it briefly before, but yeah. how are you finding things from the last fortnight? I am. I have gotten uh, to the point where I'm okay now. Good. I'm all right. Yeah, but I did have some really high octane, anxiety fueled, sleepless nights in the first week. I can only begin to imagine. Yeah, I like did the thing you're not meant to do, read all the comments, and then like 4 a.m. was like, actually, Michael, I went to a state school. you had like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like, I think you've had, I mean, in a way, it's like a fairy tale. A little, yeah. And for people listening who who don't know who you are. Yeah. Tell them a little bit about why we're here. Okay. Yeah. So the so the short version is that I've been working in food in the food industry in London for ten years, Um, but during that decade, most of that decade, I was an actor and a writer, like an out of work actor and writer. Um, I worked actually quite a bit as a writer, but I didn't work very much as an actor. And as I got like approached thirty, I was having a very um, cliched pre thirty panic about what I had achieved. And where I was going in my life, and all of the things that you, are you know, preaching to the choir, right? right. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a brutal time. It's, oh, it's, you've got ages, but yeah, but yeah, we're, we're, I think we're approaching the that panic, maybe. Panic yeah, but, the late twenties panic is is quite something. Um, and how did that kind of manifest? Like, what was? I mean, again, you know. God, I was just absolutely... Can I swear? Of course. I've nearly sworn so many times and then like not done it. Okay, I was absolutely fucking miserable. (laughs) And it was like, I was sort of, I was actually, I would look at my boyfriend who's a musician and is the most fulfilled and happy and um, joyful person I know. And he would literally sort of like spring out of bed and skip to the studio every morning. 
And I was just like, fuck, I don't feel that way about what I do anymore. I'm not happy doing it. I have to really force myself to like yeah. sit down and write or like do anything really that, it, mm. that I consider my job. Mm. Um, and all the, all the while I've been working in kitchens and kind of building up a CV, working in food. And I always just justify that to myself as like, well, I enjoy it. It's creatively fulfilling. I'm good at it but it's not working in a bar. So that's like, it's way better to be earning money for rent that way while I'm like pursuing other work. And then, yeah, I had this sort of like epiphany moment a week before I turned 30 when I was like, oh my God, it's food. It's always been food. (laughs) Like it's the thing I go to bed thinking about, it's the thing I wake up thinking about. It's the only thing I ever want to do is like cook for the people that I love. So, um, so I literally, I like made a decision. I was in Italy with all of my housemates um, f- celebrating my birthday. So and I was like, this is it. in the warehouse up until this epiphany. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So I, that kind of fuels the, the, the epiphany. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was also just like so obvious. I mean, it was so obvious to all my family and all my friends. Like everyone oh. would be like, why don't you do this actually as you, like why aren't yeah. you actually pursuing this? And my argument was always like, oh, I do this for joy. Like mm. if I made this my work, I don't know if I'd still yeah. love it. Like maybe it would taint it a bit. Um, and then, yeah, on my 29th birthday, I like cooked dinner for 36 of my friends and family. I know, I saw that. And that was like, hang on a second, why don't we do Like, why yeah. aren't we doing this as like yeah. a thing? As, and that's how the supper club came about. Um, oh, but that. yeah, basically after I decided that I wanted to fully throw everything into a yeah. food career, we launched the supper club in, that was in April. And then we launched the supper club in July. We did the first event then. And, and then I guess a month or so later, um, oh, it's not, I'd make it, actually, that's it. I, I, I made my first real or like food video when I got back from Italy in April. And then I made maybe three, I posted every day on TikTok for like yeah. Which months. I think when you're in that first flush of like loving food and being mm. like, oh my God, mm. I think it's very like normal to be like, mm. right, like I need to, I need to post, I need to get this out there. So, yeah, let's yeah. do it all. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing like three reels a week. I was trying to post every day on TikTok and it was like absolutely relentless, but I was really enjoying yeah. t- like um, writing recipes and sharing them and yeah. then having people be like, oh, I cooked your stew and it was delicious. Like that I just could, that blew me away. It still sends me yeah. crazy when people say that because it's like the dream. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so then on one evening, it was like a Monday night and it was my turn to cook dinner and I did not have the energy to actually film like a recipe video. Yeah. Um, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just do a video about like how, about how we cook in our house and how that works. And maybe people will be interested in it. Mm. And they were. And then it just sort of like yeah. the next three weeks have just been, yeah. Pretty... And that's where we are now. And this is, this is where we are now. Like, yeah. You, you didn't post the video that long ago. No, it was maybe six weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and you're too modest, but you've rocketed from about a thousand, circa a thousand followers to 200,000 yeah. plus, yeah. Um, which is a lot. It's a big change, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and it was very quick and dramatic, so there was like a lot of good and a lot of bad at the beginning, and then yeah. now I feel like I'm just kind of like settling into... Good. Um, I find, it. like I was, I was having, I, I love a deep dive, so I did a deep dive. And I was like, she's kind of emerged fully formed as a food influencer. Mm. Like, it's almost like from a from the an outside perspective, like all those influences have just been kind of percolating, and now you just seem to know your food identity mm. straight away, which might come naturally to you, but mm. I think to a lot of people doesn't come that naturally. Mm. Do you find it kind of 
it seems to just emanate, you know, on your page. Mm. Of, you know who you are as a chef. That's really nice of you to say. Um, no problem. I think that thing comes from, it goes back to the way we cook here and sure. slightly the way I've learned to cook at E5. Yeah. So I try and cook seasonally at home because that's what I do at work. Yeah. It does tend to be cheaper, I think. Because if Absolutely. something's in season, you know, it's more available and it's yeah. cheaper and we are on quite a tight budget. And also whatever I'm cooking is determined by what is in the house. Yeah. So if all we have is beans and pasta, then that's what I'm going to be making. Yeah, um, and I'm always cooking for at least six people and it's yeah. more likely 10 to 12. So I think that quite naturally determines that most of the recipes are going to be like mostly vegetarian, seasonal and to fit a large crowd. Yeah. Um, and that is just how I like to cook anyway because I, yeah. I, um, I grew up in a very big family and always cooked for my family okay. and food was a big thing at home two sisters or something oh, two sisters yeah. and a brother Jesus. yeah, yeah. Happy Helena I'm impressed <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, no I'm, I'm honoured no 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 it's, it's, but it's so important like having that full picture mm. you know tonight you've got people coming over uh -huh. so like as an immediate example yeah what are you planning I know so, you're testing your stuff club but yeah so I've already asked who's in for dinner and, it, and the, tonight we have me I think we have five housemates and then a guest and potentially two late plates. So maybe, so that's like eight to nine people. Great. But I would generally do, I always cook slightly, we all always cook slightly more anyway because yeah. then we put it in the leftovers fridge and then that becomes lunch for the next day for whoever's going off to work. This is the kind of minutia I want to get into, Rosie. Right, let's go. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> the leftovers fridge, what yeah. a great idea because yeah obviously although you're all you know used to this setup you yeah. must always cook extra yeah like that kind of thing yeah and with your shopping list mm. like so you have the 25 pounds a week thing yeah so is that the housemates who who pay that yes okay cool yeah so every week on a friday we all pay 25 pounds into this bank account which yeah. is like the house kitty and then in that money that pays for everything and it includes things like kitchen roll, loo roll, toothpaste, shampoo, Brilliant. anything that's shared, bin bags. And that is managed by my housemate, Pierre, and he is absolutely incredible at it. And then he will do an Asda delivery that usually comes over the weekend on like a Saturday or a Sunday. that is a real skill, you know, to, so last week's yeah. shopping, what turned yeah. up, what, what did Pierre do? I was not in the house when it turned up, but I can tell you that we got a lot of chickpeas, we got a lot of beans, we got Lovely. baked beans, we got loads of pasta. Um, we got citrus, we got loads of oranges, lemons, apples, so onions. So moving into autumnal kind of yeah. food. Yeah. yeah, to be fair though, we always get those things. With the, the basics that he'll always get for us and make sure we're topped up on is like oil, salt and pepper, coffee, right. butter, eggs. Um, what, yeah, like always some salad. Because that must mop up like a reasonable amount of the budget, you know, just getting yeah. that much in for seven you people know, yeah. I mean you would be surprised it's yeah. it's I, like some weeks we'll do like a bulk week where yeah. we get like a 25 kilo bag of rice Brilliant. and we get all of the dry stuff or like all of Brilliant. the laundry detergent and on those weeks maybe you'll get less fresh fruit and veg sure. it's like a balancing act that he manages well, really real well life, isn't it you yeah know, like and and to split that collateral between seven of you yeah is so good like, yeah it's really great and then sometimes like if 
I think the reason it works so well is that there's seven of us. So when, when you get like bigger groups of people mm. living this way is possible. With two people, I think it would be really yeah. hard on 25 pounds each. Like completely agree. Oh yeah, so, so, and you can tell that when someone goes on holiday. So like last oh. week, one of our housemates was away for the whole week and someone else was maybe away for half of the week. And even just two people yeah. falling out of the yeah. out of the rotation means that the Asda is quite scant. Yeah. And and Pierre will be like, okay, send me your request, but I can't guarantee anything. Sure. I'm gonna do all the basics, and then I'll see what we can yeah. we can add in. Yeah. Um. And so, so yeah. Interesting because I mean, and is there in a way like a bit of a like almost like an obligation because of that thing of being committed to to like, the setup. Like an obligation to eat here. Yeah, like an obligation to contribute each. Um, I'm, I'm asking you because I'm interested. Not wait, contribute because... by cooking or with money? No, no, with money. Yeah. Oh, like it? They, um, it just is. It's you just can't just live here if is. we don't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that is the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you, you. If you move in, you're opting in to paying that money every single week, sure. unless you're away. And then, you know, on like at Christmas and New Year or, right. uh, you know, it's our housemate's birthday coming up and we're going to do a really big dinner. Like people will yes. chip in extra money. I'd love to know more about that. So yeah. I saw like on that video. But yeah. if it's like, yeah, Easter, we did a really amazing lunch. Um, it, was, it ended up being like 25 people and it just oh, escalated yeah. and yeah. I just learned how to make fresh pasta and I'd done like tortellini <laughs> and then, oh, and god, then i was like so oh my god there's 25 people coming and so like me and my boyfriend were like oh. slaving over this fresh pasta for like hours and in the end everyone got like three pieces each oh, but, but you know it's it's the the love in the room and the, yeah and the it was so it joyful and it was like one of the first sunny days in spring this year and oh. we all ended up out on the street in the end just like basking in the sun and like yeah. sipping our drinks and like just yeah it was so wonderful and and those living in a building like this that allows us yeah. to have big get-togethers like that is like such a dream oh my for me God. yeah i yeah. mean the benefits must be you know in terms of how it differs from where you've lived before yeah are you just like i i almost couldn't you know i yeah. couldn't imagine life without this yeah, I mean, I always struggled with the, like, four olive oils in one cupboard thing. I hate that. Like, I just, it always ground me yeah. down to be yeah. like, why are we all buying yeah. our own butter? Like, yeah. why are we all buying our own olive oil? And, like, why aren't we sharing? And, milk and, like, yeah. my, my oat milk. And like... the passive-aggressive nature of, like, people yeah. obviously, like, taking yeah. a bit if they don't have enough. And, yeah. And I just, that whole situation I found work. really difficult. Yeah. And, like, going back to the kind of nuts and bolts of how it all works, like... Mm. Do you have like weeks where there are, are just there's like some leftover chickpeas? Like mm. does stuff roll forwards because it must be with like oh, yeah. salt. Yeah. Or like we're just. I mean, we'll we'll have a good old deep yeah. dive into the into the cupboards or the beautifully I'm exposed. So not the, the cupboards. The, the beautifully <laughs> exposed kind of like hackney shelves. Yeah. Um, thank you. But yeah, I mean that kind of it's so. You must have so many things that you don't need to replace all yeah, the time. Yeah, you just don't. Yeah. I think that is the thing about buying in bulk. So yeah. like all our spices probably that we don't, I mean, we have some of the small little <laughs> jars, but a lot of them came in like, like 500 gram bags. Yeah, and then sure, like, you just sure. don't need to buy any more turmeric for a while yeah. if you if you do that. Um, and yeah, loads of things roll over and, and then so you don't good. need them each week. And, and that's the other thing that like Pierre, keeps a really close eye on like what we have, what we're running low of. And he's just brilliant at making sure that we don't, really run out of honestly, anything ever like a round of applause for Pierre what a hero <laughs> like honestly would you ever yeah. you ever like god I would enjoy Pierre's job like you know well I think I enjoy mine so I'm the fridge defender I have yes I've and also so tell us yeah. about that 
So I basically clean out, I did it right before you came because I was so keen for the fridge to look nice for your uh, your visit. Don't worry, I would do the same. Um, yeah, so basically once a week, it's better if I do it right before Asda arrives because then it's clean for everything to go into. Sure. But it doesn't always work out that way. But I just, once a week, I go through everything in the fridge and I give everything a good wipe and like yeah. take out anything that's too old and chuck it out and organize everything. I and bet you have so little waste though. Yeah, like, it's you must really have, like, minimal. A couple of strands of rockets, right? To, like, ch- it chuck out every week. It's so minimal. Yeah, and sometimes you're kind of all like scrapping over leftovers as well. It's like yeah, yeah because yeah. a lot of us, um, like uh, my one of my housemates is a painter, and she'll go to the studio every day, and she takes sure. her lunch with her every day. Sure. So you know, she often will have like whatever's last night dinner was, or like yeah. a few nights before. Um, and it's obviously like relatively vegetarian focused I assume yeah. there's not much money in the budget for meat that's it so that's the reason yeah because there's two I'm currently I don't really like to label the way because it changes all the time but right yeah. now I'm pescatarian I like sure. not really eat meat at the moment and one of my housemates is pescatarian and then we have four pe- people who eat everything and then we have a boyfriend who is vegan and we have another partner who can't eat a few things so there's sure. it's it's just easier to buy only vegetarian food with the exception of anchovies or like a bit of tinned fish here and there um because that's yeah that's the only way the budget works really and then when we do do a big easter or a big lunch of some other nature then people chip in a bit extra if we want to like roast a chicken yeah and i think like that's a very modern way of eating anyway Mm, like do you ever like i mean if you're if you're cooking and you're like look i just want to do like good example is like chicken thighs the answer is yes yeah just add that in to yeah 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 i mean that yeah sometimes like i've definitely had moments where i'm like oh good lord i'm craving a burger yeah and i'll message a group and be like wait i want to do burgers this evening like who's in should we get some meat like and then if and then generally everyone's like hell yeah i want a burger and so then i'll just shop and get all the stuff and then let them know what the split is and then everyone just sends a little bit of money in it all must be so minimal i mean like once you so minimal like Yeah. yeah It's like if everyone yeah. paid like an extra two pounds for a dinner or something, yeah. then you could all eat a burger yeah. and it would be like yeah, exactly. such a treat and such a oh, like indulgent I thing. It. Yeah. I love it. Right. Yes. So, so we're here we are. Starting in the corner near the window. And yes. Like, obviously, I mean, is it weird to you that lots of like hundreds of thousands of people have seen I've now seen it in the kitchen <laughs> that's a bit weird but I mean I have gotten a bit more hot on organisation since a lot of people are looking at it now sure um, I mean I was already like an organisation freak but now it's a bit more labelled so you yeah. suit the professional kitchen life as well yeah I mean it is very much how I work so like how I am at work so but yeah here we are like, tell us about this okay well, this is tea corner coffee corner um, <gasps> look, and you've got I mean I know that doesn't actually correspond to what's there. No, this is old. Gorgeous, yeah, you've got gorgeous like um, names, almost stamps. Yeah, like stamped names. On I think there. this is from the people who built these shelves. Wow. They stamped what they or you know how they organised it, and we've changed it a little bit. But yeah, yeah. So we have all the tea, like a baking shelf where we have vanilla syrup or yeast, mm. uh, cooking chocolate. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask about utensils? Yes. <laughs> this is so exciting when I grab the mic. But how do you share utensils or do people just bring their own into the warehouse? How does that get divided? How do you how share the cost? How much was here already? Okay. Well, so I, from when I moved in three years ago, mm-hmm. lots of it was here. 
And I think it was just like an accumulation of people who've moved in, everyone had a wooden spoon. And then when they moved out, maybe they didn't all take their wooden spoon, you know? Like maybe, I don't know how many people have passed through this building before I moved in. Um, but I will say that I brought a lot of cooking utensils when I moved in. Aww. And so a lot of them are mine, a lot of Pierre's, yeah. um, but we just share everything. So in a way, I'm just gonna say this for you, because mm. I know you'll be like, no, 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 but you've sort of leveled it up a little bit. Well, a little, a little, I, a little I bit. I know that's like an unfair thing to make you be like, well. It was already pretty top tier, yeah. yeah. I will say that I keep all my knives separate. So I have a knife wrap Fair. with all of my good knives. Is and that, oh, you've got a, a wrap? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like tucked sure. away somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these are like knives that we all use and they're like pretty sharp and they're pretty good, but they're kind of like Ikea knives and no, they've I, just been here, you I know, understand forever. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is the lovely sink, which I feel like, again, lots of people have seen. Yeah. Which has got, I mean, you've got so many utensils here. I feel like you're completely set up to do. Yeah, and I actually recently did to. a clear out. So there oh, was really? like, I realized that we had like five ladles, five sure. fish slices, like 20 wooden spoons. And so I cleared it all away and we've got it Brilliant. tucked away in storage, but then this is like one of everything that we actually use. Yeah. yeah. And also like everyone always has their favorite and there's only one label mm. that everyone actually uses. Exactly, and, yeah. yeah. I had to get clearance from everyone before I actually like put them in a box. <laughs> and Pierre was like, hang on a second, where's my favorite wooden spoon? Oh, <laughs> and like, yeah, like, he, he was the only person that was like, we must keep this one out. So, oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. also like, do you have like, like, committee meetings with the house yeah. ever. Like, yeah, we do regular house meetings actually. Brilliant. Yeah, um, it's the only way to kind of make sure everyone's happy yeah. if anyone, if I we need to change anything. supper together like yeah. most nights of the week, then that's also just a running. I mean, what I will say is that it is rare that we're all in the house together. I so imagine. most nights of the week, one or two people are missing. So you need time. Different people each day. Yeah, so when we do a house meeting, it'll probably take mm -hmm. us like a full week to find the time that's gonna yeah. work with like multiple polls on a WhatsApp sure. chat. <laughs> and then <laughs> we find the time and everyone's like, block it out. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you see <laughs> you will be here. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, we all sit around the table and generally eat a dinner or whatever. And, and then we, we'll just like have a chat about what, you know, um, how we're all feeling. And What's on the agenda. Exactly, yeah, there's always an agenda. And when you first suggested the idea of supper clubs to your housemates, were they just like, oh yeah, well we just do supper clubs like every night of the weekend? Yeah, right? they were in. I mean, we did say like, let's see how the first one goes. And sure. if for any, if any reason it's like just too invasive or like yeah. too much of a hassle, then we won't do another one. But yeah. everyone has been pretty good with it so far. Yeah. And um, I think we all have a feeling that we want to make the most of this building while, while we live here. And it is just, I mean, yeah. It mm. lends itself to the supper club life. Mm. I mean, we're just so we've moved now, and we're looking at the like the pan. I'm gonna say the pan rack. Yeah, pan which is city. Almost like an upside down ballet bar. Yeah, down from the ceiling. Wow, that's with, very observant. Thank you. Yeah. Um, with hooks, with like this stunning, massive like wok. Yeah. Style pan with two handles either side. Do you use this? Like massive wok. Uh, Pierre uses that all the time. He makes the best fried rice I've ever Pierre, eaten. Honestly. I know. <laughs> he is, I think he might be in. But he has made me, um, I, fried rice is my favorite stunning. comfort food. Yeah. And I've never had one better than his. I've oh, eaten wow. it in a lot of takeaways, a lot of restaurants and his is phenomenal. Not yet, but maybe I will. Mm. Maybe I'll um, try and bottle this Or maybe this he's gonna magic. gatekeep. He's gonna gatekeep. Maybe, yeah. And then, okay, so we're looking at the food now. So mm. like, as you say, you've got like lots of store covered essentials. So you've got yeah. like beans, coconut cream, chickpeas, yeah. lots of white onions. Yeah. Like, and this is all the stuff. Does this, is this the stuff that comes 
pretty much on repeat every week yeah so this is the all the communal every week it always comes um yeah. and then we have like our jar yeah this is a jar um crate yeah which actually if we're being totally transparent mm-hmm. some of this was sent to me so i have some bold beans oh we love bold beans we love bold beans we love them um, yeah and then this chili oil this amazing um i never really know how to say it but i think it's mouse yeah i think so yeah Mousu. which i have been talking about on instagram recently because it's so delicious there it's such a good product it's like, so yeah. i feel like bold bean and white let's go with white mouse literally they're both game-changing products. yeah they really like, are Really in, in the in the UK market, like yeah. you know, that's you know, yeah. very probably. It takes a lot for me to feel like something has um Special. has changed the face of food. And then I'm interested because I've seen this in one of your videos. You mm. say that if something is you buy it and you want it to be yours, mm. we're looking at Pierre's pecans. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you got to label it. That's yeah. Thing. Okay. It's a pretty hardcore rule that if it's not labeled, it's fair game. Yeah. So if you care about enough. something, you have to label it. Yeah. Um, and because what I would you label. So I currently have some creme fraiche in the fridge, which I bought for us because I want us to try this cake I've made with some creme fraiche. Lovely. Um, and that says Rosie on it because I didn't want anyone to yeah. accidentally use it. That's before. completely fair. Um, oh, interesting. So, okay. So say if you requested something on the shop. Yeah. Was that requested on the shop? The creme no, fraiche? Actually, no, okay, that, you got, got that. that out. Yeah. But if you did request something on the shop and it was for something you were planning to cook for the group, would yeah. you label it? You could do. I mean, it's generally you label it if you've bought it yourself. Fine. If I was like, oh, I really want to make this thing with a bunch of sweet potato, I'd yeah. probably just say on our WhatsApp group, I really want to use those sweet potatoes. Yeah. And then no one would cook them. Yeah, yeah. fine, fine. Yeah. Um, and I know working. I've asked you a lot about the nuts and bolts, but like, mm-hmm. as we were saying before, like, this is not a revolutionary way no. to live. No. And you, you know, I'm asking you these questions because I'm fascinated and mm. I've lived in houses at university and shared cooking and so on and I, and in London as well and I love doing it but I think that's something you're like keen to be like you're not this is not like your idea right we're not reinventing the wheel at all people have been doing this for centuries but I think potentially in London it is a little more rare and especially I completely agree yeah like I don't want to generalize I'm sure there are other communal houses that yeah. live this way and I, I know there are because I haven't seen any me. on Instagram so right yeah like, maybe I'm the first one on Instagram yeah um but yeah it is it makes so much sense to me and it, like even I like I was wary of doing it before I moved in but mm. I was in such a desperate state of affairs and needed yeah. somewhere to live that I was like well I'll try anything yeah and it has become like you know one of the most life-changing things I've done in in, in my 20s yeah. and I'm carrying it on yeah into my and like I think it's like you you put it so lucidly and like I was saying like you do I think it's maybe the actor mm. in you or the writer in you that you are you're very eloquent you seem very like you know fully formed mm. on social media which is quite impressive like d- does it just do you feel like it just comes naturally to like talk openly about your life yeah I think talking I've never really had a problem with talking (laughs) (laughs) talking's always come naturally um and yeah that that is fine to me I think and and then I think the other side of it is like being really organized Mm. and being good at like all of the work that I've done previously a lot of it was as a PA I PA'd um, three or four women yeah in the last 10 years and to do that job you need to be so organized yeah all of the work I've done PAing someone else has kind of, I think, subli- like unconsciously and subliminally trained me for like yeah. doing it for myself. I think also like, well, I can imagine, but also like you're so, when you're someone's PA, you're so intimately involved mm. in their life that it like, I suppose almost prepares you for like this kind of lifestyle of just right. like being in 
Mm. You know, yeah, it's such a good training. So this is a recipe test for a scone, uh, which is um, spring onion, comte and sesame. And we'll have to try them. You have to tell me what you think. Um, It would be my pleasure to try them and tell you what I think. Excellent. But yeah, okay, so let's look here. So this is obviously something that has built up over time in terms of adding stuff to the store cupboard. It is. Are there things that are new that get added or is there a fairly rolling rotation yeah of, of what's the jars are new mm-hmm. i recently implemented kilner jars for all Lovely. of the dry stuff because i was struggling with the open bags found Ooh, that yes. quite you know didn't like it um and similarly with all of the we had all these old takeaway boxes yeah um and so we'd like transferred i transferred all of the spices into that and i Brilliant. just find that it's far easier this way so you can see everything that we've got very but, um it's quite chefy it's definitely quite um i have quite controlling habits in the kitchen <laughs> like things to be clean i can tidy I can and organize that yeah, so we always get um, restocks of oil, veg oil and olive oil and salt and pepper, that kind of yeah. thing. But other than that, yeah, we just, it's kind of grown over time. And if yeah. someone's planning a recipe that needs a certain thing that we don't have, it gets sure. bought. And then, Brilliant. you know, if we we cook a lot, we use a lot of turmeric. I was going to say, what gets hammered the most here? Turmeric, chili flakes, yeah. cinnamon, ground coriander, ground cinnamon. cumin. Yeah. Is that yeah. baking? No, I cook with cinnamon a lot in savory food, actually. Delicious. Yeah. I mean, like, don't, I know it's a thing, but like- Porridge. I'm just, I'm, oh yeah, it course. goes in a lot of porridge. Delicious. And then the chili oils, actually, before we got sent this Maosu yes. chili oil, Lao Gama was like our go-to chili oil. And, you know, legendary Pierre would go and restock us with the Lao Gama. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the I'm Mary Poppins. i getting his moment. <laughs> me you know, too, in the me sun. too. It's been a long um, time coming. I- was going to ask about obviously you shop at Asda yeah. and I know like that's the most economical place to shop yeah do you have discussions about I know some people are particular about what brands they'd like and if they'd like to spend mm. money on particular brands particularly you as a chef how do you decide say that you're going to get Norse stock cubes for example mm. or those kind of things like how does that work no one specifies to be fair Pierre just makes a judgment call and he also yeah he's like a god isn't he (laughs) although i will say that for a while he was getting the asda own brand beans like baked beans and someone i think b requested heinz yeah and that now we're we're back to heinz personal preference yeah it it does doesn't it but I think yeah. we did try Branston for a bit. I mean, I don't want to shit talk the brands here. All brands are great, okay. but <laughs> yeah, we generally no. get eyes. But I think, really nice. yeah. I like yeah, we all love everyone. <laughs> yeah, eggs. Mm. There was a time yeah. where some eggs arrived that weren't free range. And I was like, I think we need yeah. to send those back. Yeah. Yeah. But we try as much as we can to make sure that, yeah, what we're buying is ethical and we can afford it. Yeah. And it's going to be delicious. But obviously I'm sure people have been like, well, I don't have, you know, three hours to you know make whatever mm. is that something that your the quality of the food goes up because you guys invest time in it because you have one day a week that you have to cook uh to be honest i think some of the most delicious things actually that we eat are quick recipes yeah so no i, think I don't love to think, hear that yeah and i and i will do more of them i think on 
online. But it, yeah, I think it actually doesn't have any reflection on the most, on the deliciousness of the food, yeah. how long you spend doing it. It's yeah. just maybe how much thought you put into it, which sure. is time. That's a good, yeah. a good distinction. No, I think you're, you're absolutely right. Mm. Um, and having that knowledge, but also like, you're sharing the information, you know, yeah. with, with what you well, guys cook in this house specifically. Yeah. Um, let's okay, let's look at the fridge. Tell this us. is my area. This yeah. is your domain. Okay, so this is the main fridge. Mm -hmm. We have all of the jars up top. Yeah. Um, and I and cleaned got it this like morning. Some chipotle paste. Yeah. You've got lots of like good flavors, I feel, which yes. makes cooking on a budget more doable doesn't it having a good store cupboard exactly and i think actually this is is the result of being like this has grown over time mm -hmm. so we don't every week we don't buy tahini God, yeah. but yeah. we generally have tahini yeah <laughs> because most weeks you know like every other week maybe we do or like harissa sure. paste or dijon mustard or whatever yeah. it is like we generally have those things in and pierre again always has a really incredible stock of like miso gochujang yeah. uh, kimchi like all Stunning. of these things that I don't really know how to cook with, but he does. And yeah. so that generally is always here, which yeah. is really great. To yeah, know. and again, what things in here get absolutely rinsed. Hammered. Butter, we get through a lot of butter. Love it. Um, Cause we, we, well, me and Pierre do a lot of baking sure. and we all love butter. Yeah. Um, I think we get through a lot of oat milk. Right now we don't really have any in the stock, but we have, we have one thing of it, but usually we have more. And where are we now? It's Tuesday today. It's Tuesday, it's so the shop Friday. came on Sunday. Wow, yeah. so the oat milk is running down. Yeah, I think maybe we just didn't get very much this week. Could have been an oversight. Or it could have been a budget a bulk thing. week. It I don't know, been. maybe it was it a bulk, bulk week. week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't, that's just my, my name for it. Oh, but okay, sorry. we often use a lot of tofu. So we have yep. two things of tofu at the moment. Brilliant. This I think is Pierre's, but yeah, it's got a P on it. So oh that, wow see i wouldn't have spotted that but you know the ways so. i just know that the only person who's going to be buying smoked salmon is probably pierre um and, and then, that's such a real thing as well isn't it like you yeah. know that you you know each other like you're yeah. familiar with each other's rhythms yeah like yeah you could probably identify the stuff that would be definitely yeah yeah if there's any tony's in the fridge tony's chocolate is going to be bees interesting we all know okay. yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah and like also so this is interesting so you have this fridge mm. there's no because you're talking about the leftovers fridge which yeah. i assume is yeah the one over next there. door so this is all pre stuff that is before cooking exactly yeah yeah so this is like what we're working from yeah and we have lots of fruit for veg yeah, down here so that. we've got Maybe the chunky we... veg drawer Ooh. which um, what qualifies chunky like not salad to... it's like over here is like it. salad okay. and herbs yep. yeah so this is just like big veg. So we have some mushrooms, a leek, some spring onions, lots of broccoli, which I might cook with this evening. Delicious. Rainbow chard, courgette, cabbage. B loves to make um, okonomiyaki. Oh so yes, yeah, the the the, the omelette. Yeah, the yeah, sort of, um, oh, I saw one of those cake. on your video with the mayo. She's so yeah. good at it. Oh, like wow. I I hadn't really eaten okonomiyaki they, before I lived here. They're she's so amazing. They it. feel so nourishing and yeah. like, wholesome yeah. and delicious. Yeah, so um, so filling and yeah. warming. Oh yeah. yum. Okay, and then let's have a look in the leftovers fridge. This also has a lot of drinks. This is also the drinks fridge. Love that. <laughs> yep. Um, and drinks, presumably, you guys, you're on your own. You just add to your own. Yeah, stuff everyone just does their own thing. With Drink, yeah. with drinks yeah. um so my housemate tom just got back from france Ooh. he brought a load of cheese with him for the house you all seem to bring back cheese to the house that's yeah. from what i've gathered virginia like, always brings yeah. plums in home yeah, yeah. what a nice Smuggles thing to do the airport. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so we have a lot of cheese 
And then we did have leftovers, but I think they must have all gone with people's packed lunches. Lunch. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that is the leftovers in the freezer. Yes. Which Brilliant. This one I recently cleared out for Sub Club, so it's quite empty. But okay, so you're ready to go. I have more scones Lovely. here, some fruit, some leftover pasta, like off cuts oh, nice. of pasta. Yeah, love that. Um, I don't know. What, oh, that's a bit of a lemon sorbet. Some ice cream. Mm, I saw your lemon sorbet for your supper mm, club. Yeah. Do you make that or do you get it? I did do make you? it. Oh, yeah, yum. I made it. And then this freezer is like, this is like Pierre's domain <laughs> where he has all of his dim sum. Oh, he often yum. has dim sum as like a quick, easy meal. And then Delicious. we have like loads of frozen veg, more dim sum, some vodka. And if you just, I mean, I, I, in a way, feel like I know the answer to this, but yeah. if you just came home one night and you were like, I just want my own meal. Yeah. Like, is that- You just do that. You just cook alongside. Yeah. It's not, it's not that the, the kitchen is someone's one evening and- No, you can do it, no, no. Anyone is free good. to do whatever they want. And like last night I didn't have dinner with the house because I ate, I and Pierre made his um, fried rice. Oh, I'd had how it for could lunch. you miss it? Right, I had it, well, no, he'd made it for lunch. Okay. And I had it for my lunch, but then Delicious. I also wanted it for my dinner. Yeah. So I ate an early dinner at like five. Lovely. Oh, I really like an early dinner, yeah. And so I had that and then um, our friend Celeste, who's staying with us, cooked risotto for everybody else and they all ate at like half seven or eight. Yeah. But I was already in bed. So <laughs> I was like tucked up with and my speaking <laughs> of, uh, you know, an early night and so on, like yeah. obviously you have a lot going on at the moment. Mm. How, are you, how are you finding the, the probably busier schedule than you had a month ago? Um, I am... If I'm brutally honest, have experienced a bit of burnout, which I'm trying to now manage better. Yeah. Um, but generally I love it. Like yeah. I'm I'm very happy. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah. It's all like good things to be busy with. And yeah. I do thrive when I'm busy. I'm definitely yeah. better when I'm busy. Yeah. But I need to be more regimented with taking time off and resting because oh I'm so hard though. Yeah, like, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> especially if you've got like offers flooding in at the moment, you know, being Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a really big people pleaser as well. So I, I like to say yes to everything. But then yeah. there does come a point where you're like I can't. Where will you sleep? You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But so. let's try I'd love to try the comp tea. Great, let's do that. <laughs> Wow. Hello. <laughs> what an episode. That was a great episode. What a way to kick off season two. Oh my God. Sorry, can we talk about that banana bread? That banana bread. The, the like, I'm going to say crust. Oh, it was like a sugar coated. Like granulated oh. sugar, like crispy outside, which I've never had on a banana bread before. Mm. And it was stunning. Oh. Um, and those Comte scones. And the the butter the, oh, I've never met someone I thought you had the biggest butter energy but I think Rosie rivals your BBE big butter energy I yeah I think you're probably right it was like there's that like isn't there that like a Scandinavian word that like you can like see your like tooth marks when the butter's like that thick or oh, it's called like we'll find out we'll put it on the Instagram um, sounds fabulous word um, but anyway, yeah, she was fabulous. And we dealt with a minor crisis just before the record. Should we disclose? Just after recording the... So, okay, in a nutshell, we always get to the area where we're recording ridiculously early. I call it cushioning, just in case there's a crisis or, like, we come across bad traffic or anything. I like to be there, like, preferably an hour and a half before, just, like, around the area so we can record the intro, etc., etc. 
and we'll park like a little bit far away and then we'll drive closer to the to the venue when we're actually about to record and so we did our intro and then we switched on my car and my battery was dead because like fucking morons we had been sat with my aircon on without the engine on for about 40 minutes in the car um just a little bit of bts for you um and um we well i was freaking out um and he was like it's fine (laughs) we need jump leads i just well i've had a few flat batteries in my time and the lesson we've learned from this is we are going to keep jump leads in the white wagon um but yeah i just knew we had to really think fast i mean i'm talking like someone who's like an interview as well (laughs) Why do I sound like I'm being interviewed by BBC? Tell us the time you dealt with crisis. <laughs> um, I'm so ready for my that as my job interview question now. Anyway, so I'm running around Hackney Wick. We are running around Hackney Wick. Yeah, um, I think you were in a state of shock. Yeah, I wasn't. I was just following you. And not all heroes wear capes. Rod. Rod saved the day. Literally. Driving his little white van. So I was parallel parked, obviously couldn't move the car. And this man in a white van just literally parallel parks right behind. Whips out his jump lead. Is he? Is he? Go and ask him if he says jump leads. Go and ask him. He does. His name's Rod. I'm like shouting at Izzy to make sure she's like thanking Rod like a lot. I'm thanking Rod a lot. (laughs) And Rod literally just sorts out the whole situation in like three minutes flat and we still managed to get to rosie's on time we literally like with like 15 minutes to spare we got to the record on i mean time. what a way to kick off and season two we only told her after the record because i was like izzy we can't appear like disorganized so like we can't tell her we're, we're true professionals end, we were like so high on adrenaline and had had such a lovely time with rosie she is a babe i want to be her friend well she sent us away with like a little little slice <gasps> of cake oh my god i know i'm so excited to I try know. that it was like an apricot and raspberry ricotta and we've had a lovely start to our day with the gorgeous Rosie Keller. And we hope you enjoy the first episode of season two. We really, really do. Welcome back. You've been listening to Food for Friends, the nosiest podcast in food. You can see all our guest fridge selfies at Food for Friends pod on Instagram. And with every subscribe and five-star review, we're one step closer to interviewing Nigella's Mika Uwave. Food for Friends is hosted by me, Helena Irvin and produced by the glamorous and talented Izzy Bujard. Bye, Izzy, bye!